Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. That's ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Again, that's ebaymotors.com. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. What is going on, guys? Welcome to Fightful Selects, coexisting with Rob and Maggie. We are on Fightful's YouTube page today instead of Fightful Select because we are giving you a free preview of our new show. And we are excited to be here for We're excited to be here. We, we have a new show here on Fightful Select where we just were really positive. We talked news. We talked just everything and you know we we just have fun so we want to say thank you for giving us a try watching us let us know what you think let sean ross sap know what you think about what what you think about this show it's going to be a blast we'll probably be here for an hour if not a little bit longer so let's just have a little bit of fun and here we go maggie how you doing rob my feet are bleeding your your feet are bleeding. <laughs> My feet are bleeding. This this is so strange. I uh, when I finished my shift on uh, Christmas Day, I didn't. I don't even know how it ended. We had a concert, but our bar isn't a big bar. It has like two hundred people. They were th- maybe three hundred and fifty people in the bar at that night. I have no idea how the concert went. And at the end of the night, I was like, why are my feet hurting so much? This is, this is ridiculous. And then I went home, took off my shoes, and they were soaked with blood. Oh, <laughs> come on. That's not good. <laughs> this is awful. Like, this is basically we've been running marathons behind the bar. And this is what it's like being a bartender in December. I'm fine, though. I'm here. I'm still standing. This is, this is okay. Soon I'll sleep for a whole day and then just go back at it again. Yeah, but you said you're going sl- to sleep all day on New Year's Day, right? All day. Like, I may, be, I may wake up, order a pizza, and then just eat one piece <laughs> and go back to sleep again. Well, you'll, you, we're almost there, so you'll make it. But let's go ahead and start off. Yeah. Let's go ahead and start off with some wrestling news. Big news out of yesterday. Um, 
which we're filming, we're doing this on Thursday morning. And yesterday, Tony Storm requested her release from the WWE, which, uh, I mean, now it's, it's one of those things where when somebody requested, it's not really a shock like it used to be, um, which is unfortunate because Tony Storm is a very well liked individual. She is a great wrestler. I've heard nothing but great things about her, like from her colleagues like people that have wrestled her even if you saw like on twitter like her friends just they just were over the moon about her you know they 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 talked about how great of a person she is and uh and yesterday sean uh helped break the story on that um that she asked for her release um and you just said you learned about it just about an hour ago what uh what was your general reaction when you heard this well, you said it you said it yourself like this isn't this isn't a release or anything she just asked for you know for not for her not to be there anymore and this is fine because like uh the person who gets to decide uh what her career goes to is her and yeah. not the fans not the company it's her it's her decision she gets to do whatever the hell she wants because it's her career and it's her life. Like I will, I will not go into speculation. Oh, maybe she can go there. Maybe she can go there and there. Maybe she will have th- these matches and these matches. No, slow your roll a bit. <laughs> she she may be just like taking a bit of time off and then going right back at it. She she's amazing. She always seemed like this incredibly positive person. And maybe like when you hear uh, last week, I ranted on about her having a feud with Charlotte about pies. This like it's it was disappointing for me because I know what she's capable of, yeah. and her promos seemed so weirdly scripted. <laughs> she was yeah. I, I I think I could tell she wasn't comfortable in her skin a bit. But again, this is just pure speculation of my part. Maybe it's, it has nothing to do with that. And yeah. uh, I can't wait to see her wrestle again. Yeah, she's, she's Cause, awesome. Cause she, she's an amazing wrestler. She, she's, yeah. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what she does next. And, you know, she started in, in the WWE back in 2017 uh, when she took part in the May Young Classic. She would go on. Yeah. Uh, and win the 2018 May Young Classic before joining against, NXT UK. Uh, she won it again. I don't even remember Wait. who was against. I don't even. Yeah, was it Kari Saint? No, no, it wasn't Kari. Was it? See, yeah, I, I forgot. It's been. I mean, it's only been. I mean, little almost almost four years, I guess. But I don't yeah. even remember what I ate yesterday, so I'm. <laughs> <laughs> but. You know, she she went on and then won like went to NXT UK and then won the NXT UK Women's Championship and then eventually moved on to NXT for a a cup of coffee and uh, then she went up to SmackDown and Ate had some this, pie. yeah had some pie with Charlotte and I think you said it said it best it was just kind of like this storyline was just weird you know the it was awkward it was was awkward because 
if if you've watched her and you watch Charlotte, you know what the two of them can do. And uh, they actually did fine. Their chemistry is good, but like just, it was a weird way to get to that. Yeah. And uh, like she did wrestle on the Tuesday night house at the Tuesday night house show in uh, Washington D.C. And then right after that, she basically headed out. You know, she she they according to PW Insider, Pro Wrestling Insider, um, she flew herself home, and uh, that shocked uh, that shocked a lot of people that she just she just left um, on her own accord. And um, yeah, it's one of those things that it's. It's uh, too bad that she's gone, but it's one of those things where um, if that's what she wanted, more power to her. Can't wait to see what she does sure. next. Yeah, as long as that's, she- that's the way to go with it, with that. Because as I said, she's the one who gets to decide. Yeah. So, so that was the big news out of yesterday. And then some other news that happened yesterday was Mercedes Martinez, another former NXT uh, talent, uh, signing with it. AEW. She made her debut last night um, by helping Jade Cargill advance to the women's TBS uh, tournament finals. So that was uh, that was good to see her uh, make her good to see her back on TV. You know, she was uh, she's a hell of a wrestler, and AEW will know how to use her. <laughs> I'm excited to see what she does. What do you? What are you? Who's somebody you'd like to see her wrestle right away? Like, in I think they're gonna go. I think we're gonna see her in Thunder go in at Thunder it, Rosa. Yeah. Who else would you like to see her like after that go go against? Layla Hirsch. Ooh. Yeah. Like after Rampage, I have no idea why we don't get Layla Hirsch every week on Dynamite. She's so incredible. Yeah, she's awesome. She's, oh, oh my God, he she, she moves so smoothly and does everything with ease. I'm jealous. <laughs> I I both hate her and want to be her. This is like <laughs> I get that crap. Yeah, like basically we're at the same height, so I can pull it off. <laughs> this, this is amazing, but uh. Mercedes Martinez dodged a bullet with retribution. Oh, I'm so. Yeah, I, I mean, <laughs> the, the, this was. The, I think this was the best decision she ever she ever took. Yeah, and uh, she, her having some matches over at Impact was an amazing way to segue her to AEW, and I'm actually incredibly excited for AEW's women's division at the moment, which I don't get to say a lot. Yeah. It's starting to take it's starting to go the, the right direction. Um, yes. They're slowly and, getting there and it's yeah. just, just makes me happy. And uh like the one like one person I'd love to watch a wrestle Serena Deeb. Um, oh sure. Yes. Everyone. Yeah. Yeah that that'll be fun when they eventually meet in the ring. So yeah, it's uh, it was it was kind of, I mean, other than Tony Storm and Mercedes, um, it was pretty much kind of like a slow news day. So, coming up this weekend, day one predictions. You know, day one WWE day one pay per view on Saturday, January first. WWE's having the pay per view in Atlanta, Georgia, and we're gonna do some quick predictions for you. We also have our prediction show that Sean Ross Sapp did with uh. 
uh, yesterday, and it's going to be uh, it's an interesting pay per view. What uh, what match are you looking forward to the most? You think? I think it's Becky and Liv. Yeah. That. I'm pretty much excited about every match Becky has because I love Becky. Sue me. <laughs> and uh, after, yeah, after, I don't know, the SummerSlam was a huge disappointment for me because I was expecting a huge ass match against Bianca. And uh, after that, every match he has, I'm just hoping that it gets to live up to my own hype I made for Becky. So I think that this is this is, and also we get, uh, hopefully we get to see what Liv does because like I, all the time I feel like Liv is holding something back for something big, and when she finally does it and people will get to see it and actually go, wow, she she can wrestle. Of course she can wrestle. She's amazing. Yeah. But like her her promos have also been incredibly awkward too see like she's she sometimes doesn't make sense with yeah. the stuff she says well, like that... she's 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 uh, making fun of Becky for crying after her match with Charlotte and then she cries herself and this is like she, it's it's weird cuz i know i know Liv is incredibly emotional and i actually love that about her cuz when Wrestlers show their emotions. You can relate to them because we're emotional people. And uh, I actually want to see her use her emotions in that ring against Becky. Because if you have emotions, if you're emotional in a match, there's no one better to have that match than Becky. Yeah. Especially, especially heel Becky. Will she'll use it against you? And I'm. I think that. I think that it could steal the show. But having in mind that the show is packed with amazing matches, actually, it, yeah. it's a long who, shot. Who, who do you have winning? I'm pretty sure Becky will retain. Maybe I'm sure it will be with some sort of shenanigans, but Becky will win either way. Yeah, I, I, I want Liv to win. I mean, I, I love Becky Lynch, but I, I want Liv to win. But I think Becky's going to gonna win and... Um, They'll go from there. I know. I don't yeah. know. Unfortunately, I don't know if if Liv doesn't win. I don't know where her next feud takes place because she just got done with uh, like wrestling against. Uh, goodness, I just lost Carmella and uh, Queen. Why am I drawing a blank all of a sudden? Just yeah, um, Rob. I don't you know. Bet. <laughs> <laughs> I like just drawing a complete blank. Um, but that's whatever. about it. She, she, she fought them like 50,000 yeah. times. Yeah. And you think I'd that's remember. why you're drawing a blank. Yeah. It's whatever. Jeez. It's, but yeah, I have Becky Lynch winning. I'd like to see Liv win, but I, I want to, if Liv doesn't win, I want to, I want her to go to a, a good, I want her to go into a feud, like with somebody. With somebody like I want her on TV still. That's a problem yeah, this with. Is, this is the thing I'm worried about. That uh, if Becky wins and live, what what do you do with her after that? Like you you lose a match where you've been 
put on put on a pedestal by the audience and all of us want to see her win and when she goes crumbling down for a third time maybe is this her third shot or, or is it her second shot i, believe I think it's, it's her second shot well with becky it's her second shot yeah yeah so where, where do you go from here from there like if you if she gets lost in the shuffle again i'll just like i don't know break my tv yeah and it was queen zelina what the hell's wrong with me i just like drew like i said i drew a complete blank and uh yeah so it's i i think i think becky wins um but I, I would, I think I'm like with everybody else. We, we all think Becky's gonna win, but we, we want yeah. to see Liv win. Uh, so let's go from the women's raw, raw women's championship match to the, the men's. Uh, you got a four way match, uh, with Biggie defending his title against Seth Rollins, Bobby Lashley, and Kevin Owens. Um, the, the thing is, that this match. I can see any one of these four walking out with the title. I really can. Yeah. Um, I th think I, I had a hard time picking this match. Yeah. Um, and my at first I had a, a Bobby Lashley leaving with the title, but then I changed my mind and I think Big E retain retains because I think him beating these three guys will actually help his uh reign some more um so i'm going with Big E, um and then i have it with bobby lashley and uh and like if i if i had to rank it in order i would say Big E, bobby lashley kevin owens and then seth rollins um i think the reason kevin owens and seth rollins are not gonna win this is i think they're actually headed towards a tag team i think they're gonna be a tag team and i actually this is just me fantasy booking, but I actually see them taking the titles away from RK Bro at Royal Rumble. So that's yeah, all. That's, that, that's what I think is going to happen. But uh, let's. What do you got going on here? What do you think is going to happen? My heart will all, will always root for Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah. he's, freaking, he's freaking hilarious. And he can be uh, goofy, hilarious. He can be serious, hilarious. He's just Kevin Owens is just the oh, he's like, awesome. like the whole package, yeah. the whole package. And as I said last week, like they, his universal title reign was a joke. Like it, it, it's, it, it was insulting. <laughs> they just fed him to Goldberg. Yeah. And uh, I would love for them to, you know. So the wounds <laughs> just actually give him a proper proper title win. But uh, like you said, I'm pretty sure they're teaming up with Seth. It's like they're great right, together. Like it's, they're great together. They yeah. work off of each other so well. I love yeah. them. And yeah. them dethroning RK Bro will be incredibly brilliant either way. And uh, Bobby Lashley. I I want to see a, a lengthy title reign for Big E. I just and I'm pretty yeah. sure is is Goldberg gonna show up at Royal Rumble and then just have a match against Big E in the Rumble? I hope, 
I hope so because I don't want him to win the damn Royal Rumble. And I know he said yeah. he only has one match left. So I think it's gonna be against Big E, but I'm I'm hoping it's at Royal Rumble and that way um yeah. by all means I don't I don't want people to take this the wrong way. And I and I get this that a lot of people are tired of seeing like Goldberg. Goldberg they bring Goldberg in for one reason. It's viewers and his sure. he has shown that his rate the ratings go up when they advertise him. So by all means, if he's making that company money, they're gonna do it. Um he did say that he needs uh shoulder surgery, um, and he will do that after um his next match. Now, this might be he might be just completely done. Who knows? Um, or he might have that surgery and then do another two or three match contract. Um so we'll we'll see, we'll have to see what goes on there, but um, yeah, I think we I, I have Big E going with the victory and your final decision on who you have winning. Yeah, it's it's totally Big E because okay. like it, as I said, Goldberg will be completely fine with losing against Big E and putting him over. Like he had a problem against the Fiend because. At the, it was said on multiple occasions that he, he actually wanted to be a superhero for the children and he didn't want a, the children to see him getting beaten by a heel or something. I think it, it, he'll be totally fine uh, putting over Biggie because everyone loves Biggie and uh, the children love Biggie. And this is basic. And when, it, when we talk about Goldberg, there's... As you said, there's a reason why WWE keep bringing him back because he gets views, he gets clicks, he gets uh, uh, attendances at full capacity crowds. I get that because this this is the way I started watching wrestling all over again because I had like, I don't know how many years I stopped watching wrestling and then I went back to it because John Cena had a match against... uh, against uh, against the rock and i love the rock i like this this is my first wrestling crush and i will forever love the rock and i started watching all over again because the rock was champion i had no idea i missed the whole ruthless aggression era i had no idea what the hell was going on and i said oh my god the rock has a match and then it's been all wrestling ever since that i i i stayed because I saw The Rock. And maybe that's where they count it on. If you come for Goldberg, maybe you'll stay and watch everything else after that. Because yeah. it, it worked with me, I'm sure it will work for <sighs> someone else. Was, was The Rock your first wrestling crush? Oh, sure. Yeah. God. <laughs> mine, was, mine was Greg the Hammer Valentine. No, I'm, I'm absolutely really? kidding. Yeah. No, it was Miss <laughs> Elizabeth. It was Miss Elizabeth. <laughs> that was my that was my first, I, uh, that was that was that was my first crush in wrestling, and then uh, and then yeah, we'll just go there, and then it then uh, Sable appeared, and there we yeah, go. Yeah, st- so stuff started happening. But yeah, uh, yeah, it was about that. That was about sixteen. So yeah, good times. Um, <laughs> let's let's definitely move on now. Uh, Roman, yeah. Reigns, Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. Uh, and, uh, one thing that WWE's doing, man, they're they're making us wonder who's going to win. I I yeah. can't stop with with Roman's reign, no pun intended. You know they they got to keep this going. Um, 
Lesnar, he can lose and still be Brock Lesnar. It's not going to hurt him. Um, so I got I got Reigns winning. Uh, I think shenanigans will obviously happen to keep that title on him. Um, I think Paul Heyman will turn on Brock. Or I think this is all a... A ruse. Yeah. That, so we'll, we'll see. But I have Roman winning. What do you have? Yeah, oh, sure. Roman's winning. Like, uh, I'm sure that uh, the one who gets to beat Roman in ten years, maybe, it will be, be the next the, the next superstar, and it won't be Brock. Like Brock beat the streak at WrestleMania. You had your moment. That's it, buddy. Stay out. Stay out of the line. This, yeah. this is that's enough. Uh, but. They think they have us fooled with Paul Heyman. I'm sure that they're in on it. I'm sure. Like, this is... What the hell? We're not stupid. Yeah. And if, and if he actually ends up aligning himself with Brock Lesnar again, I'll be shocked. Yeah. I'll be shocked. Yeah, so... Yeah, I think, uh, I think Roman's going to walk out, walk out of Atlanta with that title. So we have the SmackDown Tag Team Championship match. The Usos taking on the New Day. I think the New Day is. I think the New Day is going to walk out with those titles. I I I I see that happening. I think that's going to be the only title change that we see on this show. Um, what What's your opinion on this? Well, this is the again uh, a, a match that can go either way because when it comes to the Usos and, and the New Day. I can never get tired of watching these two teams fight. Like these, they have instant, like forever chemistry for me, and all their matches are amazing. My favorite Hell in a Cell match was their match. Oh, okay. uh, it was, it, Jesus Christ! It's uh, I think the Usos. I think the Usos are winning this one. I maybe I think this is. Maybe the only thing we have different for uh, for our predictions, okay. but uh, again, I think that the the new day can uh, can win this one. But if if the Usos lose it, but then they have some in the in the family, they they'll have like this heat going on between the three of them, and I kind of want to see. So Sokoa from NXT just get called oh. up in the main roster and have yeah. some sh- shenanigans there as well. So I, I I I can actually see Solo coming in and and helping him retain the titles. Yeah, Solo is awesome. I, He's dude. instant main roster talent. Like he is the only one over NXT. I have no doubt that will not be ruined on the main roster. Because he's already there, and he yeah. has a spot there. Yeah, him he and place. Him and uh, him and Roman. Him and uh, Braun Breaker, I think, are the two guys that could. Yeah. Um, but the thing is, is you never know. <laughs> you never know. Um, so we both. So we both went different on that one. Uh, I think we'll I probably think both. Go with the, I think we'll probably both be the same on this one, though. Edge versus the Miz. I have the I have Edge winning. Um, sure. 
this will help Edge, obviously, way more. Just keeps building him up. He's won all his uh he's won all his feuds basically since he's been back. Um and then you have well, did he Yeah, he's won his feuds, so I was trying to remember about the Randy Orton stuff, but um but he came out ahead, like in that. Um I believe, but see, my memory sucks too. Uh, so, but this won't hurt the Miz if he loses. The Miz is a Miz. He's got that. Um, he's got that. It's I guess factor. equity. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That he. He's he's a guy that can lose, and he'll be fine because he can. You know, he can win. He'll do what it takes to win next time. He's 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 got that kind of factor about him that that works really well, and he's. He's good. The Miz is really good. But uh I have Edge winning. Rob, did you did you know that the Miz was champion this past year? Yeah, for about a minute. Yeah. What yeah. was it? A week? Yeah, a week, right? He, he won it on sure wrong. And then, then Bobby Lashley killed him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean he was a champ, but yeah, you're right. I was... popped so much. But he won the title. Like really? I didn't want him to win the title, but I popped. It was amazing. Like it's the Miz as champion. Oh my god! <laughs> and I also have Edge winning here. Like, I are we are we getting a mixed attack match at at the Rumble? With I could Beth see and it. Maurice? I could I could see it happening. Um, they keep mentioning Beth. Yeah. I, I could see I could see that happening, um, yeah. I, I think it's headed that way. Uh, so we got Drew McIntyre versus uh, Madcap Moss. This has um, why are we getting this match? I don't know. You know the thing is, like the the thing is, is Madcap Moss. He's doing what he's supposed to do. He's supposed to annoy the hell out of us, and he's doing his job. Um, he's succeeding, yes. And you know that you can't fault him for that, but you can fault the powers that be because there's there's a he has what I call change the channel. He he gets it's so annoying that you just kind of want to change the channel. At times, you you just don't want to watch it, and th- and I hate saying that about Riddick Moss because I've seen Riddick Moss wrestle. He's a hell of a wrestler, and he, he's this just this gimmick sucks. I mean, you go back to thinking about when in July how we everybody loved the Baron Corbin that we were getting, and then you go from Baron Corbin to Happy Corbin, that sucks. So you know, so yeah, nobody like, wants to see you happy, buddy. Yeah. No, we we like out of your out of luck uh, on <laughs> no money. Baron Corbin is what we liked. We his character was awesome. We he was starting to get people like backing him up for the first time, and you just take that Ever. away. Yeah, you just take that away. And and Jeremy Lambert said it best. He thinks he thinks this is just basically he thinks Madcap and uh, Baron Corbin are just basically Vince and Bruce Pritchard backstage. <laughs> He, he made it. He made that. It was like something similar to that joke, and I just couldn't help but laugh at it. 
Shit. Yeah, it was it was pretty entertaining, I thought. But yeah, I have Drew McIntyre winning this. Yeah, sure. I would be shocked if Madcap Moss wins this one. Yeah. The only way he wins is if Baron gets involved. That's that might be the match where you see a distraction. Or or Elias. Yeah. Oh, if they add Elias to this garbage, I'm gonna be mad. Yeah, sure. I was kidding, but not really. No, but uh, well, that's the thing. Who knows? Who knows where Elias is, man? I I like that guy too. So maybe this maybe they should let him have his uh, music gimmick back, where he just sits in the sits in the ring and has everybody walk with Elias again. Yeah, I, in my opinion, you don't. It was working, you know, like yeah, sure. And they just. They change your mind so much. It's just, yeah. Oh well. RK Bro versus Street Profits. Uh, I I kind of spoiled it earlier. I think the RK Bro. I think RK Bro wins over the Street Profits, and they go on to Royal Rumble. And I think, like I said, I think they'll face uh, Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens, and yeah. uh, that's when they'll lose it. That's just me, I guess, fantasy booking. I think that's the way they're headed, but who knows? Um. What are what are your thoughts on this one? The, pretty much the same. The match will be awesome, by the way. Like the, the Street Profits have improved so much ever since they came to the main roster. Like they they were able to to get out of that uh, freaking bubble. Uh, I I oh, they were their matches were the same. Like they started the match. They're starting kicking uh, the, the the opposing team's ass, and then something happens, maybe a distraction, and they get beat up, beat up, beat up, and then they they turn around, and then frog splash, and then they win the match. This was yeah. every Street Profits match. Yeah, they were able to break the to, to get out of that bubble, and I'm happy about that because uh, they're amazing athletes, the two of them. So. I think they're. I I don't. I'm not the biggest Randy Orton fan, and uh, everyone that can get a, a an entertaining match for me out of Orton is gonna be them, and uh, that's why I like RK Bro so much because uh, it's a different kind of Orton I haven't seen in a while, and uh, as I said. Him not being boring is the thing I'm here for, because he's gold. I see everyone likes him. I'm just the weird one out, I guess. And uh, this is, uh, again, this is the second match that can steal the show, apart from Becky and Liv. And uh, RK Bro retained. And then, as, as we mentioned, Seth and Owens will be the one to dethrone them. Yeah. Uh, and then finally, finally, the last match that I see advertised is Sami Zayn versus Shinsuke um, Nakamura. Um, this this is the other match I could actually. I I, I was wrong. I, I think we'll see two title changes, and this is the other one. I think uh, Sami Zayn's going to win this title because um, obviously they haven't let Shinsuke do a damn thing with the title. You know, he he hasn't really defended it. I think since October. Um, just I don't even remember that match. And, and it's stupid that they don't let him defend it. He's one of their best wrestlers, and it just. Eh, but maybe they'll let Sami Zayn do something with it. That's the only thing I can think of. 
So Sami Zayn's winning this. Um, what are your What are your thoughts on this one? Sami Zayn and Nakamura have an amazing chemistry again. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that yeah. If they if uh, they give the time, that could that yes, that could steal yes. the show. But yeah, I man. totally forgot about that match. I'm sorry, I'm changing my opinion for a third time. <laughs> so uh, the fact is, they have amazing chemistry, but that other Sami Zayn we used to see over it, over at NXT and at the beginning of his main roster run. Now, this kind of ver- this version of Sami Zayn is the most, I think it's way close to The Miz, where he protects himself, doesn't do uh, like frippy, flippy and crowd stuff just so the crowd can love him. But he, he fights by preserving himself and being smart. And this wasn't the thing that, she, that he used to do over NXT. And that's why his matches were so amazing. I don't think, I, I, I'm not sure how they're going to flip this one out. But again, uh, I'm pretty sure that Sami Zayn will win. I, I have no idea what, if Nakamura wins again. What now? When are we going to see him yeah. defend that? Because I'm I'm sure he's going to be at uh, at the Royal Rumble match, and it it won't be defended on the pay per view. Yeah. Like what do you, it's not like they don't have any opponents for them. I mean, there are a lot of people who aren't doing anything, and I think that actually he's uh, out of him and Boogs. I don't I don't think it's about Nakamura. I think it's about him. Yeah. No, yeah. I agree with that. Um, I definitely agree with that. And so that's our day one predictions. And like I said, Sean did a day one prediction show. Uh, he did that with Jay Shell Nicole from BodySlam.net. So you could definitely check that out on you on Fivel.com or YouTube's uh, Fivel YouTube page. So definitely check that out and listen to their predictions. I I did not listen to their show because I wanted to make sure that I had my own predictions and I didn't want to hear what there's where, but I will hear, I will actually watch it later today to see what they think. And I'll probably want to change some of my, some of my, uh, opinions after listening to them, I'm sure. But, uh, yeah. So now you have some, something you want to talk about involving Miro. Yes. <laughs> the Bulgarian talking about the other Bulgarian. <laughs> Do it. Live uh, it up. So, uh, I mentioned it on Twitter, I think, last year, because it's been a long time for me. <laughs> the huge comparison I have between Miro's last segment in the White Room and actually one of Twin Peaks's uh, big stars, Aubrey, comparing with her big uh, scene in her White Room. So bear with me on this one here. This is this is just my subconscious working. It's I. It may have n- nothing in common, but it's just like you know when you like something, you immediately see it in everything you watch, and this is basically probably me. But come on, it's like it's it's right there. So the thing the thing you need to know is, Twin Peaks was a show about love. It was a show about compassion, and it was shown by uh, a a big investigation involving uh, the death of a certain character. 
and this character was the love and compassion and uh, and wholesomeness of the show. And it all ended when the murder went away and it was solved, just like Nero. His win, his title win, title reign was this, uh, th this compassion he had for the sport and it went away when he lost the title. So the thing you need to know about Aubrey that she was a go-getter and she wanted to make the show about her because she needed the crowd's attention. She fell in love with the, with the investigator Dale Cooper because he was the one who was supposed to unravel the mystery. She decided to uh, take uh, stuff into her own hands and help him solve the mystery because that way it will be about her, just like Miro. He won the title just so Dynamite could be about him. So when Aubrey lost the show because there was no mystery anymore, and when Miro lost the title, they simultaneously ended up uh, living in a world where they don't belong anymore. And when you get to the third season of Twin Peaks, The Return, you don't see Aubrey's story unravel up until two thirds of the show because it's not her show anymore. Just like Miro, they, they don't even have segments with him anymore because it's not about him anymore, because it's not his show, he doesn't have a title anymore. So when you see that scene I'm gonna talk about, she, she plead, pleaded to her husband to take her to the wrong house. And when reality hit, she grabbed him by the shoulders and she stared him right into his eyes and said, get me out of here. And this is when everything snapped and she ended up in this white room, staring at herself back into in a mirror. And this white room, what, is, what does white mean? It means purity, it means spirituality, but it also, it also means nothingness because it's not, there, there's nothing there. And uh, when, when you think about it, it's actually, she, she blamed her husband for holding, holding her back because she wanted to go to a, to a different man. And Miro blamed God that, for his misfortunes and he wanted to go back to his hot ass wife. <laughs> <laughs> And when you when you sum everything up, it's it's not a it's not an insane asylum like everyone said it is. Like the the closest thing that uh, fans have as a theory that this is purgatory. This is their subconscious. Like it's not it's not the husband's fault. It's not God's fault. It's their own fault, and they're having a mental breakdown, and they're having a battle in their own mind about confronting the fact that it's their own fault. Actually, he lost the, the championship on his own. He did it to himself. And Aubrey chose the wrong path and it wasn't about her anymore. And they lost it. And if you haven't watched Twin Peaks, this will make zero sense to you, I assure you. But if I get one man, one, one person to go out of their way and watch Twin Peaks, I will be a happy person and my life will have meaning 
<laughs> go, go and watch Twin Peaks is an amazing show. But this this white room segment, just I was watching Dynamite maybe like 8 a.m. and I was so asleep and I was with my coffee and the moment Miro appeared in that white room and said, "Oh my God, it's Aubrey!" <laughs> <laughs> this is this is just amazing. This is uh, just uh, me uh, having uh, Twin Peaks references in my wrestling shows, and I'm all here for that. Yeah, and like we've talked about, like. I'm a huge like film fan, so David Lynch is somebody I absolutely love watching his movies. So if you if you are a film fan, I definitely recommend just even though this is a series, definitely recommend watching this show. David Lynch is a genius in my opinion, um, and he I get that he's um, some of his films aren't for everybody. I will say that. Oh um, yes. But yeah, so yeah, definitely I do like your your take on that. That does sound really interesting, and I see it. I see what you're saying. So that's that's pretty cool. Um, Basically, me the making sense of a ridiculous situation when you don't have any idea what's going on. <laughs> well, that's, welcome to my life. Um, but so, yeah, so going on next is, like, as I said earlier, um, yeah, I mentioned earlier that this is our first free Fightful Select preview show that we're doing for the coexisting podcast which means starting next week, you'll only be able to catch us on Fightful Select. So if you're not familiar with Fightful Select, basically $5 a month or 17 cents a day, if you want to look at it that way, you get a ton of wrestling content, a ton of it. You're going to get Sean Ross app breaking news every day. Yeah, just in the past few days, he broke news about several Ring of Honor contracts um, when they're when they're up, when they expired. Um, he gave you better details. He gave you more news on the release of Tony Storm. Um, he reported the reaction from those within uh, some of those within the WWE. You get his weekly backstage report where he does an exclusive Fightful Select podcast going over all the exclusive news that he re- reported from the, the prior week. You also get his Q&As, his question and answers podcast. Look, I've been with Fightful for almost for a while now, um, and I still learn stuff on this show. I listen to it every week, and the cool thing about this is if you have a question and Sean does not know the answer, he actually looks into it because he knows that's what he knows that's what people want to know. So he actually looks into it um, for the most part. I mean, if you have like some crazy ass questions, he's not going to do that. But don't ask him crazy ass questions. That's the easiest way to do that. But not only do you get that, you get Steven Jensen's Weekender update. Uh, this past week, Steven, uh, he covered, he, like, he'll cover NXT UK. He covers 205 Live. He covers shows that are on IWTV. Um, and this weekend, he uh, actually did the Weekender award categories. He went over those. So that was a different show that he normally doesn't do, but that's because it was, like, going over all the different awards that he's given over the year. You also get one of the most popular shows on Fightful Select, Alex Pulowski's Sour Graps. The way I phrase this all the time is we get that a lot of people don't watch WWE anymore. So the best way to, the way I like to explain it is he watches Raw and SmackDown so you don't have to. Um, I, I mean, I watch Raw and SmackDown every week, but I know there are people who don't. And Alex will watch it for you and he will tell you what happened. And it's hilarious sometimes and sometimes it's just 
it is what it is. It's 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 a such a hilarious show. Alice is one of my favorite people like to watch. He's 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 just he's great. You also get Fightful Select exclusive columns. Um, so you get to see columns first on Fightful Select before they hit Fightful.com. You also get interviews on Fightful Select before they hit Fightful.com. Just another example. Sean interviewed uh, Danhausen for, I think, the 75th time in the past year. Actually, it hasn't been that much. But they're always hilarious interviews. And you got to see this first on Fightful Select before it went over to Fightful.com. You also get a monthly review podcast with me and Joel Pearl that I host. Uh, this past week, we did uh, we did a Starcade Battle Bowl, which is my fault. It was it was not a great show, and uh, but we reviewed it. <laughs> and the the thing that we realized out of coming out of the show is that was really, if you look back, that was the start of Sting's big WCW like run. Like that's when Sting started getting bigger and bigger. And then of course you got our show, coexisting, which will be coming to you every week on Fifel Select, and we couldn't be happier. So again, Fifel Select is where we'll be starting next week. And I even if you you don't want to watch us, you should still have Fifel Select because you get so much value for five dollars a month. Like I said, you get so much. You, you get the, all the podcasts. You get the columns. You get the exclusive news first. You got to do it. So that that's all I can say about that. Yeah, the heart. There you go. So we're moving on to New Year's Evil predictions. NXT yeah. next week. Uh, big show. Um and it can't kind of came out of nowhere, like with the way they booked the show. I mean, this past week they announced AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. They added Imperium Walter's returning, and not only is Walter returning, Matt Riddle is returning. So he he's going to have a busy few days. He's going from day one to NXT New Year's Evil. He's teaming with MSK. So you're going to have Imperium versus Riddle and MSK. Mandy Rose versus Raquel Gonzalez versus Cora Jade. Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa. And Carmelo, Carmelo Hayes versus Roderick Strong. Uh, it, it, five, five matches. It looks good. This show looks really good. So let's go ahead and start with AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. Who do you have winning this match? I mean, if AJ Styles gets beat... I'm just done. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. This will be it for me. I'm sorry. And yep. this isn't me uh, saying that Grayson Waller is a bad wrestler. He is nowhere near close to the spot he's right now. Like, he shouldn't be in, in this spot at all. Like, why him? I, I, I don't get it. I don't know. Maybe... Maybe they see something in him which I haven't, like, still. I'm sure, I'm sure Grayson Waller will have one of his best match against AJ Styles. And also, I'm incredibly happy to see face AJ Styles back because I'm sorry, I like my AJ Styles face. 
like. Yes, I. Me too. Yeah. I'm the same way. Um, you know, AJ was with uh, Omos for so long, you yeah. know, and it's time that he gets a singles run again. Uh, the dude is, in my opinion, pound pound for pound their best wrestler in WWE. You know, he, he is, and he needs to be a singles guy again. He he's he is the face that runs the place if they give him the damn ball and let him run it, you know. So I have AJ Styles winning this. Grayson Waller, um, he can lose this match and still be, and his character will be fine. He could still be cocky sure. and... I mean that that's the thing. I don't I don't the only way I see Grayson Waller winning this is if they bring Omos in to just destroy AJ Styles. But what the hell's the point of that? You know? Yeah. So we'll we'll have to see there. Um but I, it sounds like we both agree AJ Styles wins this one. Um we're gonna move on to Imperium versus Riddle and MSK. I have Imperium winning this. Um cause cause Walter. That's that's, that's all you need. It's big capital letters, Walter. You know that's there. You go. I mean, they they can't bring Walter back and just let him lose. In my opinion. Yeah, sure. But when you uh, go back and think about that Survivor Series match when he lost in a couple of minutes. Yeah. But it's this is the main roster. We're talking about NXT right here. NXT is Walter's place. I. He's not losing this one. I'm sorry. Like uh, I was, I was actually this close to thinking Tommaso Ciampa was was going to beat him uh, before WrestleMania this year. This year, and their match was so good. Oh my god. Yeah. And uh, I still haven't seen Cesaro versus, versus uh, uh, Walter. I still yeah. haven't seen that. The yeah from the house show. If, yeah. Yeah, from the house show. I, I pretty much would like to see that. WWE, please. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Walter is not winning. It's not losing this one. I wonder if somebody put that on YouTube. I should look into that. Yeah, please. Yeah, I want I want one of you, Cam. I want somebody to... to uh, I hope somebody recorded that and put that on. You know, that, that's like the... Uh, Back in the day, and I'm going off topic here a little bit, but and I'm back in the day. A couple of years ago, FTR, known as the Re- Revival, um, either I can't remember if it was uh, Dax Harwood or uh, Cash Wheeler, but one of them put um, some of their matches against American Alpha on uh, on YouTube, like some of their house show matches, and um, some of those house show matches are basically legendary from the things I've heard. And I would... I miss American Alpha so much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So much. Yeah, same here. Um, yeah, so I have Imperium winning this. You have Imperium winning this. Yeah. Let's go to Raquel Gonzalez versus Cora Jade taking on Mandy Rose for the NXT Women's Championship. Um, this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. If you had an extra hour in your day, what is the first thing that you would do? Read a book, take a nap, play some video games, do something for a friend, volunteer. A lot of us spend our lives wishing that we had more time. But the question is, time for what? And if it was unlimited, how would you go about using it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important for you and to make it a priority. And therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Therapy is so valuable. It's gotten me through some tough times, really helped me reflect 
on things that are important, specifically with BetterHelp. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be the convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. This is so beneficial when you've got that crammed schedule and you can't even imagine finding that extra hour. You can do it all from home. Fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Fightful today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P, dot com slash Fightful. It's so flexible and it can help you find that social sweet spot with BetterHelp. That's BetterHelp.com slash Fightful. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I don't see Raquel Gonzalez winning this. Um, it's going to come down to Mandy Rose and Core Jade. I don't know if they're ready for Core Jade to run with this title. Um, she is... Her popularity has grown like big time since uh, War Games. Um, but I think Mandy Rose with Toxic Attraction is still the way to go for now. So I'm going to go with Mandy Rose. Um, I think she retains. What are your thoughts? I'm sure she'll retain. At this point, you can see that the whole show revolves around Toxic Attraction. And... They have all the all the women's titles, and they're going to run with it for a while, I'm sure. And uh, Mandy is getting better and better and better, and I'm incredibly happy to see that. Uh, I don't I don't see Raquel winning either. I think she she debuts on the main roster at the Rumble, and I think she will stay there. Hmm. Like she had her match against Dakota. They're done with that, and maybe they can do something with Cora, like she being her mentor or something like that. But I don't see Cora Jade winning either. I, uh, when I talked about Cora Jade last week, I said I love Cora. I, I, I can see a bright future for her because, like, she, as I said, she's basically AGLE 2.0, and I'm incredibly happy about that because I need to. Uh, if I'm not getting an AJ Lee return anytime soon, I need to see at least something that reminds me of her <laughs> in ring ability because it's fucking amazing. Yeah. And uh, I agree, it's definitely, definitely not her time. It's, she, she still has so much to learn, but uh, she's still so great. She's, she, she's amazing. She can do stuff I can... How old is she? Like, is she 23, 24? Uh, maybe I don't. She she might not even be that old. Yeah, like oh my god, how dare you? Yeah, she's, <laughs> she's awesome. So Man- Mandy Rose retaining definitely. Yeah, I I agree with that one. Like I said, um, Braun Breaker versus Tommaso Ciampa. I think we're gonna have a new NXT Men's Champion, um, heavyweight champion. This Braun Breaker's time. Ciampa. 
as Champa. He he doesn't need it, I don't think. Um, but I say Braun Breaker. I see Braun Breaker as well, but at this point, why why didn't he win the first time? I, I get it. I was the one that did not want Braun to win because I loved Champa. And an NXT where Champa isn't relevant isn't my NXT. And mm-hmm. like and Tommaso Champa as NXT champion was the thing that was holding me glued to NXT and Pete Dunn, of course. And uh, where do you go from there? What, what do you do with Champ after that? Maybe, maybe they'll have a third match. Like I, I don't count War Games as a match against the two of them individually. So maybe maybe they can have a third match, and then Braun uh, Breaker would would pin him again to like solidify his uh, his win. But yeah. what do you do with Tommaso Ciampa after that? Is is he getting called up? Uh, is he like I don't know. I don't know. Jobbing out to people or maybe North North American champion, but we'll talk about that later. Yeah. About about that title and. Uh, yeah, that's the thing about this match. I I I, I love Ciampa as well. I don't know when he if he loses his title. I don't know where he goes from from there but i think i think they're going brawn i think the writing's on the wall um but yeah um now you have the unification title match uh for the nxt north america title and cruiserweight title um carmelo hayes versus roderick strong of diamond mind i have uh this is another match where like if roderick strong loses where does he go you know, so, and I feel the same about Carmelo Hayes. Um, this, I, this is a hard one to choose. It really yeah. is because Carmelo Hayes is like the the he's he skyrocketed. You know, I mean the the most him and between him and Braun in NXT, they're both like just skyrocketing. Um, I don't see Carmelo losing this. I see him winning. Um, I'm really curious to see what happens with Roderick Strong if he loses. Um, because, I mean, you just built this uh, the stable up and you're already, are you tearing it down already? You know, like, I mean, I, I can't help but wonder. I mean, it's, uh, it's hard to say. I, this is the hardest match for me to choose out of the two or out of the five. Um, part of me wants Roddy to win. Cause I just, I'm a huge Roddy fan. I've watched him for years. Um, I just think the way they're, they're headed though is um, I think Carmelo Hayes is going to win this. I just think they're headed that direction, but I'd be okay with Roderick strong winning this. I perfect. I'd be perfectly fine with it. I think that Roderick Strong deserves some kind of reward for sticking around. <laughs> I think I think he's gonna win this match. Uh, I Diamond Mind are are incredible incredible segment every week, and you have Malcolm Bivens. Come on, 
how can you not love this? And I think that he needs a title to, to hold the group together. And uh, him having two titles will eventually maybe uh, future a tag team championships uh, uh, again. I think that at some point they're going to try to do something similar to the Undisputed Era where he holds two titles and they have the tag team championships and Ivy Nile when she wrestles more and more and more and she'll become women's champion. She's amazing. She, yeah. Geez, I'm so scared of her. <laughs> <laughs> She's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I think actually I, I, I won't be uh, mad at Carmelo Hayes getting called up uh, but I'm always anxious when I see NXT call-ups. Yeah. You, you can understand why, but I, I think his instant goal, goal there. Uh, I just don't want him to see him in, you know, all the 24-7 segments. No, not yeah. that. No, never. Like, no. <laughs> I, I agree with that. Um, so, yeah. So, it sounds like we pretty much agree on all our NXT takes. Um Apart from this one, what yeah. I said, rather yeah. strong. Yeah, yep. So, yeah, four out of five we agree on. Hmm. So, the next segment is what we call the Cooper segment or the Cooper effect segment. Basically, this segment is usually non wrestling related, it's just a segment about people doing good. Um, for doing doing something good, like, um, and we go back to Twin Peaks. This is Maggie's idea for the name of this segment, and uh, Maggie, you you will explain it a lot better than I can about the Cooper effect, what it's all about, and uh, and like I said, I'll 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 read the story because it was the one I found, but I know you will explain the Cooper the the Cooper effect much better than I can. As Dale Cooper once said, every day, once in a while, give yourself a present. Don't plan it, don't wait for it, just let it happen. So this is what the segment is all about, giving yourself present by doing good in, the, uh, in this horrible world we live in. So we need to rem constantly remind ourselves that there's good, good things happening to good people and uh, wholesome uh, content all around, so we need to like remind people that it's not all bad. Like probably what this show is all about. So yeah, your thing. All right. So this story is about 18-year-old Sebi Hall, um, who carried out a random act of kindness every day uh, since the start of the pandemic. He's helped more than 2,000 people, and he's raised raised over fifty-three thousand dollars. He started his mission. Um, like I said, right after the pandemic, um, because he realized that uh, one of his friends uh, did not like have technology to do what he didn't have much technology stuff like in his house, didn't have ways to do things. So he gave his iPad away to his friend. Um, and then like basically he told us he told his mom why he did it. And his mom, his mom said, you know, that's great. But maybe instead of uh, giving people like your your things, maybe you should try other ways to help. 
help your friends and help people. So Sebi, who um, Sebi did that. Basically, he decided to raise money. Um, and he, what he did is he he helps raise money for the disabled and vul- uh, vulnerable children um, from feeling lonely. So he has helped so many people. His generosity um, has been like held from people from the British prime minister. Um, he's handed out teddy bears. He's handed out flowers, even lottery tickets. Um, again, he's raised thousands, tens of thousands of dollars, and he's carried over 2000 random acts of kindness towards random strangers. Um, he's won numerous awards. He attended the Royal, uh, Carol service at Westminster Abbey. Uh, in London, uh, he's gotten an invitation from the Ju- Duchess of Cambridge. Um, his acts of kindness have boosted his confidence, he said, um, and it's improved his verbal com- uh, com- communication. Um, he does uh, have um, some le- uh, disabilities, so he said that this has helped with his communication um, verbal skills. He started this chair. Uh, he started this drive, like I said, at the beginning of the pandemic. He started in March of 2020. Um, he first started his challenge as doing 10 random acts, and it just grew from there. Um, and he, he just likes it. Now he he keeps on going. He's he's done everything from just handing out Easter eggs to watering people's plants, filling birds uh, bird feeders, <laughs> taking just taking people's trash getting rid of it just for them. I mean, he's even done like ran uh, like did like running events, like just handing out roses. Like he ran miles, just handing roses to individual people. So he gets our Cooper effect uh, nomination for this week, just because of everything that he's done. Um, seven, I mean, he's 18, just the things that he's done. Um, he's, one of the things that I, that really caught my eye about him is he, he basically funded a disability uh, team of rugby, rugby players. So he, he, he funded a team. Like he was able to create a a team with the money he raised. Um, And he's just been doing so much and he sounds like a hell of a guy. So this is our guy this week. He is our choice for the Cooper, the Cooper Effect Award, if if there was one. <laughs> it, he's he, freaking eighteen years old. Yeah, he's, he's done way more in as at eighteen than than I've ever done, and that's a uh, he hangs out roses. Yeah. Oh, now, if someone gives me a rose, I have no idea how to react to that. Cause, like, <laughs> when I give roses, if I give a rose out, it's because I did something really stupid. Um, <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Jesus. Men. Yeah. Uh, God. And like before I forget, like he's won two. Um, he's won two rather big awards he's won uh like the world compassion award um and he's won another like award from uh uh from from the same group it's just he's done so much and 
more power to him. He's he's awesome and 18 years old. Can't wait to see what it, what happens, what he continues to do. Just awesome. The world yeah. practically belongs to him right now. This is so like, doing good and helping people is practically what makes us human. So this dude is already a bigger man than me. any of us. <laughs> any of us like yeah, he's <laughs> he's awesome. Um, no, no doubt about that. So, going on to some more wrestling news, uh, Sean Waltman, aka X Pac, um, says his surgeon has medically cleared him to return to the ring. So, Sean Waltman wants to return to the ring. Um, he's openly stated it on the record that he there are certain WWE superstars he would like to wrestle, uh, ranging from Santo Escobar to Sami Zayn. Um, before he called it like he wants to be in the ring before he calls it a career. Um, he was just on the bump, uh, WWE's a bump and he talked about being cleared. Um, and uh, basically he's ready to go again. And I would love to see him be in the Royal rumble. I think he would be a great surprise. Um, it, I think the fans would go nuts because Xbox, one of those guys, people just, people like you know he's he's just laid like he's just really like laid back kind of guy you know and i think people just i think and everybody roots for him they just they're fans i mean i've never heard somebody say i don't like xbox i just never never heard it you know he's he's awesome and uh he's goofy that's why people like him (laughs) and you know the the cool thing is he's a two-time uh wwe hall of famer too dx and nwo um So, yeah, just pretty cool. So I, I would definitely like to see him in the Royal Rumble, for sure. So it's it's pretty much guaranteed, right? I would hope so. I mean, hell, like it's, it's 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 the Royal Rumble. The whole gimmick is you get surprises. Yeah. So now, before we wrap up the show, we got um, our top five wrestling matches of 2021. We each picked five matches. And how we'll do this is, like, I'll do one, and the Maggie will do one. I'll do one. The Maggie will do one. Um, we'll start from basically our top five. My top five match, number five, was the Young Bucks versus the Lucha Brothers at All Out. One of the best tag team matches of all time, in my opinion. Uh, Steel Cage match. Lucha Brothers won the AEW tag team titles. Loved it. Just a fantastic match. They tore the house down. Um, and it was a hell of a show, like the whole thing. But uh, yeah, that was that was my uh, that was my number five. Well, what I did was I practically knew that me and Rob are going to have pretty much some similar uh, similar matches to be in this top five. So I went with top five women's matches for this year. So, but what I did, I don't have a, a, a favorite of mine. I don't have number five. Okay. I'm just going to mention them. Uh, the match uh, I will mention first is Miko Satomura against uh, Kaylee Ray for the NXT UK Championship. Well, the Women's Championship. Uh, the thing I will always say, if you're like me and you weren't familiar with Miko Satomura, just go and watch this match. I was instantly hooked. Go watch this match. Go watch NXT UK in general, please. 
because it's an amazing show. And uh, the thing about Kaylee Ray and uh, uh, Dragonoff have in common that is that they're so emotional, and you like you know that they're hurting because it's a match, and they're supposed to be hurting, you know. But they sell the crap out of that, like as if you can feel it by their screams and by their emotions and their facial expressions that it's actually happening. And I will always, always appreciate that. So this is my the, one of my matches. Awesome. So um, my my fourth one was Edge versus Seth Rollins at Crown Jewel Hell in a Cell match. Match was just badass it was way better than i anticipated it being um in my opinion it's the it, it was the best match um that's ever taken place in saudi arabia for <laughs> for that matter but uh it was in my opinion one of the top matches in the wwe obviously it's in my top five but for 2021 uh absolute great match ed Edge came out victorious against Seth Rollins. Just a hell of a match. <laughs> Nothing really you can say. And no pun intended again. One of my favorite matches. I think it didn't it actually open up the show? I honestly I think it opened can't. up the show. I, I think I it know. was the first the first match on the card. <laughs> they started up with a bang. Oh my god. Yeah. I can be wrong here. Like don't don't sue me or anything, but I I think it was I think it was the opening match. Yeah, and it, it, the show itself wasn't half bad at all, and this match was a big reason why. Actually, yeah. So what's your fourth match? The, my fourth match is uh, Serena Deeb versus Hikaru Shida. The thing that's uh, that's like a, a bit puzzling for me is that I'm actually way more invested in their feud than I am uh, for Britt Baker and Riho. Like I know they have some uh, history there, but Serena Deeb and Hikaru Shida have like their story is like maybe it's because it's been going on for a while and they have. So so good chemistry together and they play off from one another incredibly well and uh, Hikaru Shida didn't actually get to show how good she is during the pandemic when she was champion and I feel like she's making up for last time here and Serena is, I'm sorry I will always say that she looks exactly like my fitness instructor and I think she's going to kill me when she's looking at me I'm terrified of her and like their match, totally amazing. I'm sorry. That's a that's a great one. Uh, my next one's Kenny Omega versus Adam Page from Full Gear. Um, I've watched this match plenty of times now, probably at least four times. I I saw it in person, so that's probably one of the reasons why I loved it so much. But um, yeah, it was fantastic. Adam Page wins the title. I just absolutely love the match. Um, really nothing more I can say other than about that. It was just a fantastic match. I don't have anything to add about <laughs> this. Like, this is, I'm sorry. Like, I'm, uh, P 
people know I'm a huge mega fan. I just uh, he can do no wrong for me. Mm. I'm sorry. Even even if he botches something, I don't give a damn. It's Kenny Omega. Well, that's fine. Like that's how I, yeah, that's how I feel is... about certain wrestlers. That like whatever you know. I think they're yeah the best. whatever. AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. These are the two. I'm sorry. I don't give a crap if they botch all over the place. I don't care. I don't care. It's it's it's, it's the two best wrestlers in the world right now. Having in mind that they're not in their 30s, like AJ Styles isn't this. Certainly isn't. No, AJ's in match. his 40s and. Can you can you make it still in his thirties? Yeah, sure, but like it's not the early thirties yeah. and AJ Styles is in his forties. Yeah. Like how dare you? Jesus. <laughs> so the third match is Riho against Serena Deep in the freaking buy-in for double or nothing. We watched that show on the watch along, and I think I said zero words on the watch along during that during that match because I was hooked. Par- pardon the phrasing here. Get hooked. Hook. Hook. But it was like again, Riho has a hard time having bad matches. Riho is just good. Like she has that uh, body type which uh, where you can just throw around like a ragdoll, and I love that. And she ends up winning either way. And uh, this match was a, a terrific way to start the show, and I'm actually incredibly jealous. I wasn't there to watch to watch it live. It has some it has some amazing transitions from move to move, and they're like countering each other's uh, uh, sets, and it was it was an incredibly entertaining match. I it's it's on the YouTube channel for AEW. You can basically watch it. Next. I have NXT TakeOver 36, Ilya Dragunov versus Walter. Holy crap. This match this match was, if I had a tie for anything, it, this was, it, I had a hard time deciding for this match and the other one I have chosen. Uh, this match just absolutely just, it was just a killer match. It's, um, there's a reason why Dave Meltzer has it as his top WWE match of the, uh, this year. And, um, it was absolutely just bonkers. I mean, that's a, it was such a good match, and uh, I definitely recommend anybody checking that match out if you haven't watched it. Uh, I know you loved it. Um, but, yeah, that's uh, Dragunov won the NXT UK uh, championship. Um, just he got his ass kicked, and <laughs> that's, it was just fantastic. Overall, it was just one of the best matches I've seen ever. It's definitely in it. It's up there. So uh, that's that was my number. F- my number two. He made him tap out, Rob. Like this is saying something. Like this is th- this is what you do. You build up an incredible champion like Walter, like they have with Roman Reigns right now, and the person to dethrone him is the the guy. Like Ilya, if you if you haven't watched Ilya Dragunov wrestle, or if you don't like Ilya Dragunov wrestle, I don't think you're a wrestling fan at all. No. Like this is, as I said before, the emotion the wrestlers have while they're wrestling 
is a thing that makes us hooked to, to, to their characters. Like you can, he, when he screams, I scream, okay? <laughs> Eternally, yeah. but I'm screaming either way. Yep. And again, I cried. This was, this was just so amazing. And uh, again, European wrestling. Yeah, thumbs All up. the way. Yeah, yeah thumbs for, up on that. For sure. Yeah. Uh, the other match I had is Britt Baker against, against Thunder Rosa, their hardcore match to Oof. main event Dynamite. Yeah, no lights out or lights out. Yeah. Full. Yeah. Like, Tony Khan was so cocky <laughs> when they asked him on the media call, when will women be main eventing Dynamite? He was so cocky in that answer, and boom! Two yeah. weeks after that, they made they made that announcement, and they couldn't have picked better two better women to do this. Like Britt Baker, the the self made genius. Jesus crap! Like how can you? He she 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 takes what she can she can do, and she has. So much fun with that. And Thunder Rosa is just Thunder Rosa, and that's a full stop right there. Yeah. And uh, I don't know I don't know where she goes after, like, last night against... Uh, I, I think she'll have an amazing match against uh, Mercedes Martinez, but I think that she eventually ends up destroying Britt Baker because... Uh, this was a big deal for AEW, having women main event show. Not only main event show, but like topping men's hardcore matches, pretty much. It was amazing. Uh, Britt Baker had, makes love to that camera as much as she wants to. And uh, again, like uh, Britt Baker was was the star of this match, uh, even in, in losing. Mm. And uh, she's now champion, and I'm sure that uh, Thunder, the only reason Thunder Rosa didn't, isn't winning this tournament is because she, she will be eventually the person to dethrone Britt Baker. And she's the only logical choice here. There you go. Uh, well, amazing match. Just yeah. go out of your way and watch it. This is, again, the match was amazing, but the fact that it was such a big deal for AEW meant it was even more amazing. And they had so much weight on their shoulders to make it uh, as memorable as they intended to, and they just did it 100%. Amazing match. Yeah. Well, my number one was Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega at Grand Slam. One hour. Outstanding. <laughs> just just an outstanding match. Um holy cow, holy cow, you know, again, just that just I th the match was unbelievable. The atmosphere was unbelievable. Um that show out of Arthur Ashe in uh New York. <laughs> one of the coolest shows that I've seen on television. Um just an outstanding match. My definitely my favorite match, twenty twenty one. You got two of the best. I mean, two of the absolute best 
in the ring. Um, and I know we were talking about AJ Styles and Kenny Omega. Like I put Brian Danielson right in that category with him, obviously. Um, just outstanding. Um, <laughs> I've been saying that a lot, but it's the truth. And I think, I think this is going to be on a lot of people's top five, top 10, top three, whatever, top two, you know, the it, hell of a match. And, uh, yeah, that's really all you can say about that. You you can probably pretty much say that Brian Danielson is having the time of his life right now. Yeah. And this isn't me shitting on that run he had at WWE. This is this is nothing like that. He gets to wrestle. He gets to wrestle one hour matches. <laughs> when did he ever do that in WWE? It's and it's fine. Like it's it's a different company. It's about different things. And when he gets to do what he does, what he loves, and that's is to, to wrestle top talent. And that match, I said it last week, that match gave me freaking anxiety. And this is the right kind of anxiety you want. Yeah. <laughs> like on the edge of your seat all the time. This is, this is so amazing. I love that match. It's uh, the only reason it's not on my list is because I'm doing like a different a different thing here, but having in mind that uh, I'm such a huge Kenny Omega fan, and uh, I put this match above their match against uh, Brian Danielson. So this is this is practically saying something. And we have Hangman in there where. Uh, Basically, everyone's behind Hangman, and you can't possibly hate on him. So this made the match even more uh, important for for being a, a, an AEW fan or a wrestling fan in, in, in general. So I completely agree. I think that's the best match for a lot of people, but the match I was most excited about was... Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair main eventing night one of WrestleMania. This was a big historical match and uh, they delivered on all the levels they could possibly. Sasha Banks is probably one of my favorite women's wrestlers right now. Not probably, I think pretty much. I'm not going to mention the Sasha stance here. Like, then that's a totally different thing. I'm just, I love watching her wrestle. It's like she, she's not from this earth, I think. And having Bianca Belair, a very, very close, like, spot with her right up there. And she's just so... She's just so athletic, and she does everything with such ease. Why? Why haven't? This was why I was so uh, pissed off after that Becky match they had at Survivor Series, because we got to see what uh, Bianca Belair was capable of at WrestleMania. We like she was she was a powerhouse at NXT, but she never held held that title. Yeah, and I always wondered why. And uh, when she got called up, she got a bit, a, a bit lost in the shuffle because they had nothing for her. And I'm like, "What do you mean you have nothing for yeah. her?" 
Oh. And yeah, this is a, this is a totally different story. But they stole the show. They so deserved that uh, that many event, uh, event they had that uh, not only were they uh, the, the second women's main event, but they were the first uh, black women's uh, main event. And I'm just so incredibly proud of them. They were like the the whole audience lost their freaking minds about that match. And the thing that made it even better was Sasha Banks's amazingly genuine uh, emotions after that match. And she was so happy for Bianca. This was so, like, the, the photo of her, like, crying from, uh, from happiness on the floor. It was so just women supporting other women. And this is, and this is the thing I want to see. Like, this is... Yeah. I think I'm gonna cry, so I'm just gonna stop talking about okay. it for a bit. That's yeah. fine. So this is yeah, this was uh, incredibly big for uh, for me, and it was like having in mind that this was uh, the WrestleMania right before I got back to work from COVID, uh, like from uh, lockdown and, and stuff. Like this was this just piled on about the excitement about yeah. WrestleMania for me. That's okay. It's understandable. Um, so I had honorable mentions too, like uh, honorable matches that almost made the top five. NXT War Games, Braun Breaker, Grayson Waller, Tony D'Angelo, and uh, uh, Carmelo Hayes. I forgot the name for a second because I wrote Grayson Waller twice on here. Um, versus Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Gargano, Pete Dunne, and LA Knight. Uh, yeah. The NXT 2.0 team won that match. I just absolutely love that match. And then... Uh, uh, from New Japan G1 uh, Climax Night 1, uh, Shingo Takagi versus uh, tomorrow, Tomohiro Ishii. Pff, damn. Uh, one of the best matches I've... That was definitely... Like, it's only... It's my favorite New Japan match. And, it, I mean, it didn't make my top five because... Well, it just didn't. But it was still a spectacular match. I absolutely loved it. Um, and... I could easily see that in my top five. Like it, it just didn't make it. Yeah, you know what? I have two honorable mentions as well. Both hooks matches. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that's all you can say. Hook, send hook, or hook. send send veer. Either way, send me hook. Send you hook. Please, <laughs> please, just for the love of God, I have no days off. This is the only way I can be happy. Yeah, send, send me hook. Send, send hook. hook. Okay. Every day, please. Send, send hook to Bulgaria. All right. Yes, please. All right. So we're gonna do really quick our top three moments of 2021. Um, my my number three moment was Bianca Belair, Sasha Banks, WrestleMania, uh, the whole damn thing. You know, not not just a match, but the beginning of it, uh, the ending of it, the um. The footage that somebody recorded of Sasha Banks, like after the match, just sitting there, like tearing up, watching with a smile on her face with Bianca, that made it even so much better. It was just one of the best moments I've seen. Um, and my other one are the other two: John Cena at the end of Money in the Bank, coming back. That that reaction that the crowd had—that was the first time we've seen a crowd wrestling crowd go nuts in since COVID, you know, and that was good. It was good to see, you know, it was just awesome. Plus it's John Cena. Anytime he's back, you know, people are going to love it. 
Um, and then my number one was CM Punk returning. Um, after seven That's long years, it. he returned. So those were my top three moments. I want to hear yours. Well, mine were uh, the end of All Out when Brian Danielson and Adam Cole debuted. I, I said that in a tweet after the show. I feel bad about my in, re- in real life friends who do not watch wrestling and because they will never know what this is. <laughs> I was so emotional. I could not sleep for, for three hours. And that show ended at 7 a.m. for me. And I went to sleep at 10 a.m. and it just ruined my schedule all the way. But it was totally worth it. Like that ending was just, I, I had a bit of depression after that. Because, you know, when you get so high and you just go crumbling down after that. And uh, it's like maybe, maybe not surprise us and make us that happy again, AEW. Just go slow, please. <laughs> Because when you come crashing down like that, it just hurts so much. Uh, The second one uh, is the full capacity crowds going back to SmackDown. This is the first show they had this year after after COVID. And I'm going to be pretty honest with you. I remember almost nothing about the show apart from uh, Finn Balor returning. Because that crowd was just... I love this so much. Like we we got uh, like uh, a minimum capacity of crowd at uh, AEW, and then uh, more and more at AEW. But we never got that on on WWE. They didn't do that. They got the Thunderdome, and I hope I never get to see the Thunderdome ever again because it's just weird. And uh, you know, like. WWE crowds will never not let you know what they think. Like it, it doesn't doesn't matter where they are, and they were just so freaking stoked. And I was I was just so I didn't know where I was what I was watching because I got so used to the Thunderdome that this was just so partly anxious because like these are a huge amount of people uh, piled up. Uh, at one place and it's just oh my god this is just happening so quickly <laughs> and on the other hand it's just just the, the, the emotions you know by now I'm all about the emotions and stuff I, as I said I remember almost nothing about that show but that crowd just so 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 good to see a, yeah. to see a crowd back at WWE mm-hmm. And uh, big shocker, CM Punk returning. Like, this is CM Punk returned this year to wrestling after a seven-year hiatus. And I I was so skeptical. I was ready to, like, I I almost made my peace with it. I said, it's it's okay. Uh, They're big wrestlers. They're uh, wrestlers who are amazing on the mic just as much as he is. A shocker. He's feuding with them right now. And uh, like I was, I was okay with it. I made my peace, and then he went out and did come back. And I'm just like, okay, so pretty much anything could happen in wrestling right about now. So yeah. it's uh, way to go. Like this is this is amazing, and yeah. I, I I love it so much. Like this is, I was I I was attending a wedding right after I watched his return, and I couldn't stop talking to people about that, and they don't didn't know 
what the hell I was talking about, but I had so good time. It was, it was, it was, it was a fun night. It was a fun night. And uh, I think I've watched this about 15 times at, in two weeks, in two oh, wow. weeks. The only thing I've watched more in a, a short amount of time are both Hooks matches. <laughs> but I'm biased because he's hot and I'm single and this is just the thing the, the thing we do as women. So I'm sorry. Right. Love to say more, more power to you. Well, yeah. we go from that to Maggie's favorite segment, jokes. This is God. so every, I'm gonna read some jokes. Like it's just part of the show. Cause like I said, we try to make people laugh because why the hell not, right? So I'm doing dad jokes again because I need to talk to Sean before I do some of my other jokes that I want to do. <laughs> um, so so I'm going with the safe route for now. Um, because I have some other ones that are just fantastic, but I don't know if uh and we need the we need the attorneys at FIFO to uh, make sure I'm okay before I go that far. Um, so let's go ahead and start with a bang. Which days are the strongest? Which ones? Which days are the strongest? Which ones? Saturday and Sunday, because the rest day the rest of the days are weekdays. Oh my God! Why? Yeah. How are you not a dad? <laughs> well. <laughs> I that's a whole, that's a whole different show. Um, did you know your pupils are the last part to stop working when you die? They dilate. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I. Uh... <laughs> this is so stupid. I love it. <laughs> you know. Uh... I, I only seem to get sick on weekdays. I must have a weakened immune system. <laughs> These are so dumb, but I love Maggie's reaction. This is so, so dumb. Makes... This is so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Why did the PowerPoint <laughs> presentation cross the road to get to the other slide? Oh my God! Stop it. <laughs> okay, that's it for jokes this week. So, like I said, this is just this is a me just trying to pop Maggie. I guess is the best way you say it. And maybe I popped you because we're gonna try to make this a positive show. That's our goal um, to make it a positive show. Because why not? You get so much negativity out there. You get, you want to see positive things. So that's why we do it. That's why I have a joke segment. Do a few jokes. To almost wrap up the show, but I'm gonna wrap up the show with this. Last night on NXT, or excuse me, AEW Dynamite, somebody who has meant a lot to any wrestling fan for years returned after battling skin cancer. Hall of Famer Jim Ross. Um, announced in the latter uh, portion of 2021 that he was diagnosed with skin cancer. Um, he said on Twitter, he immediately set up a plan with doctors to allow him to undergo radiation treatments. And um, he worked through a lot of it, but he had to take a little bit of a break um, to focus on treatment. 
Um, after 20 treatments, Jim Ross was has officially announced that he was returning, and he did return last night in Jacksonville for AEW yeah, Dynamite. Um, and basically, um, I, I don't know about you, Maggie, but I've lost people to cancer. I've lost my aunt to breast cancer. I've lost my grandfather to lung cancer. Um, I don't have to tell you or anybody that cancer is awful. Um, but I am thankful that Jim Ross is back. I'm as, as not only wrestling fan, but as a, as a person, I'm glad he's back. I'm glad he kicked cancer's ass. And, um, I know Jim Ross will not watch his podcast or listen to it, but Jim Ross, you kick ass. And, uh, from, me, Maggie, and everybody at Fightful, we just want you to continue kicking ass. Um, and he's not the only one, um, obviously, that's had the had cancer. There's somebody else that's dealing with it. Um, former Impact DNA announcer Don West, commentator Don West, is battling cancer. Um, he's going through his second bout. Uh, now, Jeff Jarrett tweeted the other day that um, uh, that Don West was back in the hospital and he's going to kick cancer's ass a second time. Uh, Don West was diagnosed with a, a lymphoma, uh, brain lymphoma. Um, so he's he's back in the hospital getting taken care of there. Um, and the same goes to him on behalf of everybody. I'm sure I can talk to every, talk on behalf of everybody at FIFL. Don, we know you're going to kick cancer's ass too, and um, we we want nothing but the best for you. We wish nothing but the best for you. Um, uh, if you feel like it, there is a GoFundMe campaign um, for Don West set up. Don West that is set up to help um, for donations. Uh, I know some people, if you watch wrestling, like just recently got into it. Um, West was a commentator from basically 2012 or sorry, 2002 to 2012. And then he came back for one event in 2017. Um, I loved impact TNA back in the day, like when it first started, I mean, that's where I got, that's where I got to watch AJ Styles every week, you know, and Samoa Joe. Um, so Don West is a very important person when it comes to wrestling for me. Like he was the voice of something that I watched every week and, um, I will say that Don, we cannot wait for you to, um, we can't wait for you to hear, um, hear you kick cancer's ass. And, uh, I know that he, he again is somebody that will not listen to this podcast, 99.9% .9 chance that he will never listen to this, but I just want to say that we are rooting for you too. You are a rock star and cancer does not know what it's going up against. And there's a quote um, that I absolutely love, and it's um, the person that said it's unknown, but it's never be ashamed of a scar. It simply means you were stronger than whatever tried to hurt you. And that's what Don West is going to do to cancer. That's what Jim Ross just did to cancer. Um, it's an awful thing, and um, we just want to say, Keep kicking ass. Um, other than that, we're going to wrap up the show now. Um, this, again, was a Fightful Select preview show. Um, 
that was free on YouTube. Next week, we will return to Fightful Select. So if you want to be able to watch me and Maggie, that's where you're going to have to catch us on Fightful Select every week. Um, this is new for both of us. This is uh, a show that we wanted to do. Um, I, I wanted a positive show. And Maggie was a perfect, like I told her, I've told her plenty of times, but Maggie was the perfect person for this because she is one of the most positive people that I've met in this crazy world of wrestling fandom, I guess you'd say on Twitter. Um, but the one thing I've said, like since the first episode, we are new to this, we will get better. That is a promise. I guarantee you that. We want to say thank you for giving us a chance at watching. Um, please do us a favor. Leave us a comment. Um, let us know what you think. Uh, you know, that's really all I can say. And Maggie, I'll let you, you have anything you want to end up with? End with rather. Uh, thank you so much for the kind words. And thank you again for not giving up. <laughs> I'm sorry. And just uh, asking me over and over again, the, the, the fact that I said yes in December was the fact that I wanted to push myself. I knew what, what this month was going to be for me. So I end up saying, if I can make it work in December, it will be a breeze after that. So I promise this is the last time we do this show at 6 a.m. for you. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so, I'm so sorry. This is, I pretty much have to get ready for work right about now. And uh, I will get better. We will get better. And I think we can coexist right about now. Yeah. So I, I promise I will dial down on the Twin Peaks references. And that is a lie because I will not because Twin Peaks rocks. That was part of our negotiations. Like she wanted, She's like, I'm going to talk Twin Peaks. And I'm like, okay, whatever it takes to get you on this show. I will never shut up about that. I know, that's fine with me. We, <laughs> I, you're my, you're my co-host. You are fifty percent of this show, so whatever. That's the way I look at it, and I actually like it. It's a good segment. But with that said, you can catch us next week on Fightful Select. Let us know what you think in the comments below. Hit that like button. It lets Sean know the the managing editor of Fightful.com, Sean Rossap. Lets him know what you think. Um. We we appreciate it, and again, we want to say thank you for watching, and we hope to see you again soon. Leave us a comment. Let us know. And other than that, we will see some of you folks next week, and I hope to see all of you sometime over at Fightful Select. So thank you again. We will talk to you later. Peace out.